going to be 10 minutes late, so I sent the link around 10 minutes after, and I was just sitting here doing client work, just kind of zoning out, and I'm like, oh, shit, it's 8.12, so I sent the link, and then nobody shows up for another five minutes. <laughs> just one of those Mondays, bro. Bro, I'm telling you, I woke up late. Yeah. I'm eating my second meal at my first meal. Yeah. What's, what is that meal? That looks yummy. Um, 225 potatoes and 220 uh, shrimp. Nice. Oh, dude, I'm a big shrimp guy. I love shrimp. Mm-hmm. When Justin said white fish and shrimp are technically the same thing, like that, say less. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Man, if you compare shrimp to, like, uh, cod or tilapia, it's so much better. Dude, hands oh. down. Hands down. So much Yo, better. I want to ask, did you watch our, la- our last episode? Back actually uh, on YouTube? Dude, are you talking? I didn't watch the whole thing, but are you talking about when you start moving in slow motion? Yeah, well, that and our like frame was uh when we were sharing the when we were sharing the photos. Of oh the show. yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, so I like, Josh. <laughs> Josh is fixing that for this one. So he sent me a new overlay. Uh, what up, Josh? What's up? Speaking yeah, of the devil, I was just saying that you sent me a new overlay without the lines, Tyler. So when when I share my screen from now on, it won't look like that. It'll look way better. And then uh, I don't know why you were moving in slow motion for that part of the podcast, bro. That was so weird. I think it was right before you disappeared. Oh, so, so, I, must have been, so I must have been losing signal or something. I think yeah, so. Because when I <laughs> I first I first realized that because I was editing that clip that I posted. And I look down and I'm like, what's Tyler doing in this, <laughs> this clip right now? And then I went back and I'm like, oh, it was like that for a minute. You were like, <laughs> we could hear you, but you were moving like literally in slow motion. <laughs> well, technical hiccups, I guess. Yeah, I was going to join on my phone, but then I was like, since we might have these other people on here, I probably should be on my computer so that I can see. <laughs> oh sure, but um, yeah. I thought about, I have no idea what this will look like with five people. I have no idea. This is gonna uh, look like we'll probably have three, probably have three at the top, two at the bottom, something like that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, probably. Ash, I don't know if she's for sure gonna join or not. I guess Milan was saying that she was at the vet or something still, so we're gonna see about that. But I sent them both the link. So, oh okay, right on, sweet. They should be by any time. Mm. Uh, Josh, how are you today, buddy? I'm good. I'm tired, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude, I How hear you. you guys? Staying, it's Monday. Still, still waking up. <laughs> I, okay, I've been like, busy every single day, so I've been making up for all my meals at the end of the night, so I've been staying okay. up late eating like back-to-back meals or whatever I didn't get in during the day. <laughs> Damn. I'm tired, dude. I was up to like 2.30 last night getting my food, and I feel like... Fuck! Is it the oh, yeah. is it the sheer amount of food is a lot, or is it just that you're that busy? I think it's kind of both because what I'll end up mm-hmm. doing like this ADHD thing. Just I have something in front of me, but I cannot get myself to complete just this own task. I can't just do one thing at a time. So instead of okay. doing like five things at a time, and eating is one of those things, so I circle back to it. So like mm-hmm. while I'm doing stuff, I'm taking bites and it takes me like an hour to an hour and a half to get a meal down just because I'm doing all this other stuff. And then by the time I'm done with that food, I'm like, okay, I got to get up and make more. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be like three meals in and I'll be like, I'm fucking sick of this. And I'm taking a break and I'll take a break and I'll be like, <laughs> okay, now I've got to eat like that again at the end of the night to catch up. 
Man, you and I are so different. Every meal I eat is like is like an event. I like get my meal ready. I get all my my sauces and my seasonings exactly how I want them. I sit down. I put something on the TV. I, I do like focus on just the meal for like 15, 20 minutes straight. Yeah, dude. I man, I don't multitask when I eat really. So a, I spend a lot of time eating every day. <laughs> I would be fine. Like I would finish my food, and this would be so much easier for me if I didn't do all of the multitasking. Yeah. But there's, yeah. I don't know. Fair. I don't even know how to explain it. It's just like there's something keeping me from just doing it. And this is true for almost any task that I do. It's like I have it. I'm there. I'm sitting in front of it. I want to do it. I'm a hundred percent ready to get this thing done. But just something is just like keeping me from being able to just hone in on it and do it. And I wish yeah. that eating wasn't like that for me because realistically it should probably only take like 20 minutes to finish a meal sure yeah realistically yeah uh yeah if it took well, like 20 minutes said, to meal, my whole entire day would be so much easier yeah <laughs> well like you said josh it's like a adhd thing right so yeah. that that's something that you actually you know are diagnosed with and deal with yeah yep got you yeah so that makes sense do you actually gotcha you don't have to answer this if you don't want to but just curious do you uh take any medication for your adhd or no i don't know if i've i think so when i was talking to my psychiatrist about all this stuff we were trying to treat other things before worrying about the adhd but okay what i was actually going to tell them today is i feel like from what i've been researching lately on my own the ADHD mm -hmm. is probably a huge cause of a lot of all the other things that I'm dealing with. So I want to see if we can do something about that or not. Cause sure. I, yeah, I man. definitely feel like that's been like a major, major issue for me. And I didn't even realize the full extent of like how bad ADHD can be for people until I started to do a little bit more reading into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. I'm just curious. Cause I, I know I have a handful of clients and just friends who deal with that and some, take medication some don't and for some it seems like it's life-changing when they do you know it's like they completely like they're they're so different and their life is so much better with it so just yeah, curious. It's, it's crazy it's like a lot of people would assume that somebody with adhd is lazy but the truth is it's just for some reason so much harder like something's just in the way of you doing what you want or need to do like yeah. i can be I could be doing something and set up my whole entire day to do something extremely important and know that my whole day is planned for that. And I will be like, let's I sit down on my computer. I'll start to do that thing and then I'll get up to do something else. And then I completely forget about that one specific important thing that I planned on doing. Mm -hmm. So then I'll start going on to the next task and then the next and then the next. And then hours will go by and then it'll circle back and it'll be like, oh my God, I haven't done all of this yet. I completely forgot about all of this. Then I'll try to go back and do that again. So like if I'm, Instead of instead of filling up one bucket of water, I'm trying to fill up five buckets of water. Obviously, you you're not going to be able to yeah. fill up five buckets of water. You're just going to put like like five percent in each bucket every single day. So you're never getting yeah. anything done. You're just getting five percent of multiple things done all the time. <laughs> yeah, my, yeah. My brother, my brother is just like my brother is just like that. He ended up uh, realizing that he he has uh, ADHD. Uh, because he's like, he's a yes man and he's always like super busy, like super, super busy. And he takes on like multiple tasks at a time. And he always felt himself like over, like overextended and understanding that he's not giving a hundred percent out of each task. And so he didn't think it was, 
he didn't think it was nothing. He just thought he just thought it was the way he was until he actually had an anxiety attack, and he was like, "Okay, let me check this." So that's what it is too. You you you'll start to overwhelm yourself because if if you're anything like me, I am trying to do these tasks, but then I'm also just ambitious. I'm like, I want to create more things. I want more projects, so I start adding on to them without thinking about it. Like, oh, I can handle this. I've been able to handle all five or six or seven of these things. I can handle this. I'll start bringing more stuff on and then I'll start to get anxious and have like really, really bad anxiety over just the amount of overwhelming stuff that I have to do at that moment. And that's another thing with ADHD is when you are overwhelmed, that's the stuff that you tend to procrastinate, whether it's on purpose or not, up to a point where then it's a lot of work that you have to fit into a very short window of time. Please. I definitely have a little bit of that in me for certain things, for sure. Like, yeah. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Not to the extent that you're talking about, but I do have that in me. Um, what about you, Tyler? Do you have any of those tendencies, or, or is, that, is all this foreign to you? No, nah, I don't deal with none of this. If, I, yeah. if, I, if I'm anxious of, of, of anything, it's because I put myself in that position to be anxious, where I'm procrastinating just wholeheartedly being lazy. That's the only time I do it. So, other than that, no, nah, I'm, I'm like when I said in earlier podcast, where I'm, I'm really just kind of cool yeah. <laughs> for the most part. I'm like either super high <laughs> or I'm just yeah. in chill mode. Yeah. Tyler's like, man, yeah. how did I get all this podcast <laughs> with these two bad <laughs> Josh and I are like, we're so anxious all the time. Crazy, crazy, dude. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's why um... – I feel like that's why bodybuilding has been so good for me because it actually does create a structure around my day, at least that I have to adhere to like, no matter what, like all this other stuff I have going on is I have to get my meals done and I have to get to the gym. So that Mm -hmm. still kind of sets up a little bit of a template where like, okay, I'm doing this and this, I have to get all this done in between. And it helps Mm -hmm. a little bit when I try to do that, but it's been hard. That's why I've been up late trying to finish my meals because I'm like, this is non-negotiable. I have to eat my meals every single day, no matter what. So if I have to stay up till two in the morning to finish them, then that's what I'm going to have to do. Well, let's, let's, let's be honest here. I mean, granted, you're always busy, right? There's, there's nothing yeah. wrong with missing a meal. If you're trying to put on some, you get you some sleep, man. Like sleep is just as beneficial as eating a meal. Yeah. Ooh, that's well, a really good, that's a really good discussion. Do you guys think that would you, like if you I, had six meals to eat, would you eat five and skip one to get more sleep? It well, it obviously there's levels. It, it depends on like how exhausted physically or mentally you are. Like yeah. if you can lay down and just pass out, lay down and pass out. Don't stay up till one to try to eat your meal and then wake up four or five hours later. Like you're mm-hmm. not even getting an adequate amount of sleep for your body to even process all the food that you were just in and took in. So that's that's my opinion. But you can't do that consistently, obviously. Yeah. So sometimes you are gonna have to force it, but there are days where you just, you know, realize like, I'm just gonna go. Sleep. So yeah, like, if it's like a one off. To, to be completely if it's a honest, one-off, you would just, you would. Um, to be honest, I do think that the sleep is going to be more important as far as recovery goes. Like, if you were to have to pick between one or another one day. But mentally, that would not work for me because then all I would be thinking about while I'm trying to sleep is the fact that I did not do this one thing that I was really supposed to do today. And then mm-hmm. I won't be able to sleep and I'll get anxiety from that. And then I just won't sleep anyways. I got a question. If your coach, if your coach was tracking your sleep, how, how would you feel about that? Like if he was like, I need you to have seven hours of sleep daily. 
would that well, be I conflicting? No, if he told, dude, if the more that I'm told to do, the easier my life is, to be honest. Oh, if he was like, if he was like, I need you to get eight hours of sleep every day. I need you to eat your meals at 9 a.m., 12 p.m., 2 p.m., like set it up like that. It would be easier for me. Now, obviously, that's not something a coach should be doing. I'm just saying, <laughs> right. like, if, if they were doing that for me, I, I honestly would have an easier time because it's just. It's less that I have to think about with everything that I already have to think about. So, it would, I mean, would, you, would you would you ask Terrence to do that for you? No, he don't no. need to. I still get it in, like regardless. It's for me. Like that's my personal thing. I feel like I just need to get myself schedule set up. Like like it was a lot easier. And it's a, this is a good topic too. If you guys want to go into this, bodybuilding <laughs> was easier for me when I was working underground in the coal mines. Because my whole fucking week and day was structured and I didn't have to think about, but now I'm running my own businesses and this is what I do for a living. So I have to think about everything every single day, every single week. And I also am the one that's responsible for scheduling all of these things and getting them done because if I don't get them done, they're not going to. So I think that when I was working that job, even though it was a really shitty job and I was working like 16 to 18 hours a day, I feel like bodybuilding was easier for me then because... At that point in my life, I didn't have to think about anything at all. This is just my meals. Like, oh, I take them to work with me. We're good to go. Um, I'm making money this way. I'm here for this amount of hours in a day. And then I just go to the gym after and I go to bed. That's it. That's what my life was. I Two things, Josh. One, you should Venmo me and Tyler a dollar and we'll be your sleep coaches. Hire us the sleep coaches for $1 a month and then that'll force gotcha. you. All right, what do you got to get done this week? And I'll just send it to you. Okay, so this is when you yeah. go to bed. And this is when you wake up. <laughs> exactly. I'm on it. I'm on top of it. Uh, I don't remember what my second <laughs> thing was. Oh, um, oh yeah, yeah. So for running your own business, it's tough because it's always there, right? Like you never leave work. It's always just there. Mm -hmm. So you could always be working. So it's hard to shut it off. I think the ticket there is to just treat yourself like an employee. So I'm trying like, to do that. I know what you mean, but dude, yeah. when, so when I move, I know it's going to be a really big deal in that way, because right mm -hmm. now I'm in a one bedroom, one bathroom apartment. I work on my kitchen counter. So when I move, I'll have a separate room for an office and I can actually just like shut that door. I'm like, okay. My day's over. Everything in this office and all of this work is going to be there for me tomorrow. But right now, I can't even sit on my couch and relax because I'm sitting in the same room that I normally do work in. And mentally, right. I'm like, why the fuck should I allow myself to sit here and relax and chill out when I could be over here doing this, this, and this? Because the same thing with like running your own business, not just only is the work there for you if you want it to be, but... You want your business and everything that you're doing to be something that you're proud of and you want to do as much of it as you possibly can. So if it's available to you to be working on it, you are more than likely going to be working on it if you actually care about it. So then I'm like, mm. that's when I end up working, you know, every waking minute of my day. And then I notice a burnout because the only day that I'll take off will be like Saturday to hang out with my girlfriend on the weekends. And I think it's because I allow myself to rest and obviously I need to, but when I wake up on Sunday, dude, I'm broken on Sunday. I barely function at all physically, mentally. I'm just done, like burnt out completely. 
Like yeah. everything that had caught up with me throughout the whole entire week hits on Sunday and I'm like a zombie. And then I wake up on Monday morning again, just like all of the energy's back. It's the weirdest thing. Man, I feel like I was exactly where you're at like a year ago, like always burnt out all the time, maybe even less than a year ago. And the only reason I'm not now, don't get me wrong, I still need my one day of my Sunday to reset and do nothing. But I'm not as burnt out as I was. And I think it's because I've just started prioritizing things more. So mm -hmm. instead of trying to be the best at everything all the time, I've managed to to teach myself how to only try to be really be the best at one thing at a time. So right. especially hearing like all these successful people talk about that, right? Like um, Fuad says this all the time. If you try to chase two rabbits at once, you're going to lose one. Mm -hmm. I think that's true. So then I think about, okay, which of these rabbits is most important to me at this time in my life? And that's building a successful bodybuilding career and getting my pro card and being a bodybuilder because that's genuinely what I care about the most. So with that in mind, I plan my day accordingly. Like, okay, I need to prioritize all of these things first. And then the time that I have left over to allocate to clients and that part of my business, I'll allocate to clients. But it's it's time invested, right? Like I know that me going to the gym and crushing a leg workout and getting in all my meals, that's not going to make me money today, but that is absolutely going to set me up for what I want to do with my life in the future, uh, which is most important. That's more important to me than making a dollar today, for sure. Um, so that's it. We still have to pay our bills. So you do have to balance, you know, clients in there as well. You can't just like throw it all out the window, but yeah, that's how I think about it. Yes, that's the best. Yeah, I was, I'll go ahead, Josh. And Tyler, for you too, because I was wondering, I was going to say, because you also have a job. So um, do you guys find it difficult, like for you, Neil, too, the way that you structure your day and everything where you do focus in on that one thing that's the most important? Do you mm. find it difficult to do that? Where like when you're going about your day, even though you're trying to set your focus on this one thing, you don't have a million other things going on in your head that's going to set you off, whether it be on accident or not. Like for me, I know... Mm. I mean, and Fuad talks about this a lot too. So you could use this for an example, but you always have a clock in the back of your head as, far, as a bodybuilder where it's like, yes. I got to get this done. I got to get this done. I got to eat this meal. I got to go to the gym at this time, whatever it is, right? For me, mm. I get so lost in everything that I'm doing that I'm not paying attention to what time it is. So mm. I will be doing something for like three hours straight. I'll be like, oh, not even, not even knowing that three hours just went by. And when I'm doing that for that full three hours and it only feels like 30 minutes to me, at that point, I've missed like a meal. I have to be ready to make another meal. And then I'm supposed to be going to the gym soon. And then I'll look mm. at the clock and then I'll notice that. And I know that the bodybuilding and the meals and the training was my 100% focus for that day. And that was the main task that I put myself on. I yeah. still can't like just, I don't know, just so much is going on that I just can't keep track of everything in like a timely manner. So like mm. it just it just completely goes out. Gotcha. Hey, what's up? Oh, shit. Yeah. Hey, what's that name? Oh, what's my going God. On? Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, yeah I got you. All right, sick. First... I just have to reset up my stuff. Sorry. Oh, you're good. No, no, no. We're First talking about uh... in NBB podcast history right here. Oh, wow. <laughs> Big moment. Yo, I was going to wear that shirt, Neil. Oh, really? This is yeah. my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Wear the one <laughs> I was going to wear that one. Oh, you were... oh, were we matching right now? Yo, it, you fold that shit out, like, it's, like, out I'm to not. here. 
<laughs> you see this shit on me? <laughs> it's what's tight your, on the neck, though, eh? What's your oh, yeah, uh, favorite? What's my what, what, sorry? What are some of your favorite pieces of apparel that you got? Do you like the oversized tees the best or hoodies? Oh, or man. What do you think? So th- this is definitely, this one's definitely one of my favorites. The material of this is so nice. I love it. Uh, I really love the flannels. The flannels are nice. Do you guys I'm have like, I'm, I'm, Tyler and Josh, do you have the flannels? No, no, I don't either. I'm not. Really? A, I'm not a, I don't wear the flannels in the gym. It's not. It's not necessarily yeah. my thing. Yeah, no, I'm. I don't in the gym, I'm, but I do out out in the wild. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm in Canada, so it's fucking cold here. Yeah, I'm. I'm from Wyoming. I'm assuming if I wear a flannel, I'm gonna look like white trash. So I just don't do it, bro. Look at me, Yo, get man. that cowboy hat. Dude, picture Can you wear a flannel it's right now. now. <laughs> no, like, 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 I'd have like Yo, a the red flannel would look good with your hat right now. Hell yeah! See. I actually wore a flannel out and about yesterday. I have this like ye- bright yellow flannel that I break out in the fall when I'm feeling like fall season. <laughs> feeling <Yeah>. spicy. <laughs> and I went you and got a... For somebody to wear a flannel. I don't know why. You do. I do. You really no, do. Sure. I, I rock a flannel. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> what did you say, Josh? You definitely could be a career lumberjack. Yeah. Oh, you know, could. I'm sorry. What is what is that? What is that commercial? Uh, the loose trading co. You, you're the illustration. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Which one is this? What is it? So what is it? The, like, the work, the worker store, the worker man store. You'll get your Carhartt there and a package. <laughs> oh, that must be a, a U.S. thing. I've never seen the commercial. I've never seen the commercial, but I could, I could tell I probably fit the bill for that. Yeah, sounds <laughs> <laughs> like me. Sounds like me for sure. What's so ironic about that is I am so not, I'm not outdoorsy at all. Like I don't, I don't like hiking. I don't, I don't spend time outside at all. Really? Uh, I am not like a traditional, like handy guy. Like I can't work on cars. I can't fix anything. <laughs> like it's, it's all, it's all looks. Do you it's have like really me. big hands? Is that why? I do, I do have large hands. Yeah, getting into like an engine bay. Oh my god, it's a nightmare. Yeah. I won't listen to that excuse, bro. I I've got <laughs> I have acromegaly, so like my hands are oversized for sure. And I've worked on cars my whole life. And actually, I will agree, it is it is shitty to do, but like it's possible. Yeah. I have so many scars on my hands, dude. I don't even know what half of them are from. But yeah, I know a lot of them are from just shoving my hand in an engine bay and trying to get shit out of there, where it just you doesn't acrom- fit. You have acromegaly, but I take growth hormones, so I feel like we're we're it's even. Yeah, yeah. I feel sure. like I love the playing field, you know. <laughs> no, but I've been juicing growth hormone technically since I was like twelve years old. It's true. So you got you, you got a head start. Shit. You definitely got a head start. Have you all taken growth before, Tyler? Have you? No, I've never taken it. I thought oh, about okay. experimenting. Yeah. Josh, you should be stint. That's, you that's should a, explain that rich, real quick so nobody real. actually thinks you've been on GH since you were 12. <laughs> just in case no one involved. Acromegaly is just like my body makes too much growth hormone and insulin. That's about all it is. So actually what we're doing right now is we're trying to figure out exactly what to do about it and if that is the case because I got that blood work and everything done. I went to the endocrinologist recently, so we don't even know for sure. I was supposed to get an MRI on Friday, but I ended up missing that, so I have to reschedule it. But... I have not been on growth hormone since I was 12. My body just makes too damn much of it. That is a crazy but, line right there. 
<laughs> that sounds like a sounds like a bar in a, in a song. Yeah, really. <laughs> I call it reverse diabetes. I think that's the best way to put it for the insulin thing because it's like instead of taking insulin mm -hmm. to keep up with the carbs that I eat, I kind of have to eat enough carbs to keep up with the insulin that my body's producing. Yeah, that's wild. So yeah. if you don't have enough carbs in your diet, will you just go hypo like crazy between meals? What I've noticed is if I. It, it also depends on if I'm eating it. So like I can, it almost is uh, like I'm triggering the production of it when I eat it. So if I eat carbs and then I go too long without them after that, then it'll definitely happen. But if I wake up in the day and I don't eat at all, it doesn't seem to happen too bad. No. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. It's really That's strange. Wild. The more carbs that I eat, the more that I'll notice it though. Like at the end of, I have for my training day diet, I'm at like 850 grams of carbs and mm -hmm. I'll notice being starving. Like when I'm trying to sleep at night like feeling like yeah. not like hypo but like you know when you're still like really really hungry like you're insulin sensitive yep. and yeah I, I get that feeling at night after my my high carb days not so much on my my rest days though that's really so, interesting so what consists of your 800 carb day like what are the what are they the carbs that you're using for that oh it's all the or basic stuff <laughs> It's all the rice. Stuff. It's just a lot of it. So it's going to be like. Okay. Like just yeah, rice, oats. Bananas. Yeah. Okay. Tons, my breakfast is just a bunch of oatmeal and bananas. And then I've just got rice, cream of rice, literally all of the basic stuff just in a surplus of it. And then for my breakfast and my pre workout, it's Tyler's favorite thing ever. I get 80 grams of full sugar maple syrup. <laughs> oh, yeah. Damn. <laughs> I got lots of that here for you guys. Oh yeah. Uh, sorry, Ashley just the... messaged me. Oh, you're good. I sent her the link. I wasn't sure if she was gonna make it or not, though. Yeah, she said that she's oh, leaving. Says... She's leaving now, so so maybe she'll she'll be on in like a bit. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Josh, go ahead. <laughs> oh, I don't know. What did you say, Neil? Oh, I said, is her dog okay? Or whatever it is. She was at the I vet. I think so, yeah. She said she just, oh. that she just ate something weird and she has not been eating today. Or she's uh, throwing okay. up and she, oh. I don't know, hasn't been eating. Uh -oh. So, yeah. That's that bad. used to happen to my dog a lot. She used to eat grass a lot. Mm -hmm. And then, but I heard that was because, like, if their stomach hurts, they'll go and eat grass. I don't know. My yeah, dog yeah, lived for like twenty five years almost. So, damn. She was like, yeah, she's a similar breed to the um, dog that Ashley has. Yeah. What so, kind of dog? She was a my dog. She was a Maltese Poodle. Okay. She was like this little? big. Oh yeah. Yeah, but okay. she was she was smaller than the normal breed, or like yeah, yeah. the usual size of them. Like her mother was so small that she had to have a C-section and she passed. And then the sister, mm -hmm. she had like a twin, I guess, or if I can, I don't know, whatever, mm -hmm. a sister. And she passed as well. <laughs> so my dog, when she was like eating a lot, she's full grown. She was like three, pa three and a half pounds. Like That's she was little, me. but she, she lived for so long. and 135 pounds. Bitch, that's, that's like five more pounds than me. Yeah. That's, I'm no, it's funny. What's 135 up? pounds, Josh? Is your dog? Yeah, he's a great Pyrenees. Holy shit. Is he around? He probably sheds a lot, Dude, eh? I know. I have big hands, but his paws are actually, like, the size of my hands. Like, I can hold his hand as a paws, like, taking up this much space. 
Wow. Is he is he Dick. nearby? Can I see what I he know, looks I want, like? I know. I want to see him. <laughs> That's crazy. Come here. I love dogs so much. I was going to impulsively buy one the other day. Oh, this is man. him. He's okay. Oh, he's, he's, he's muscle, dude. Holy oh, shit. And this one's yeah. licking my face. Oh, who's that? <laughs> he's so cute. I've had him for... Oh. He turned six this December. I, I rescued Gromit like a year ago. Actually, a year ago in November. Wow. wow. Love the name. I love the name. That's <laughs> you have a dog too, right? Yeah, I do. I have a husky. Oh. I love huskies. Well, I like huskies. <laughs> They're huskies so... Bro, my friend, he wants me to like walk his dog every now and then when he goes to like weddings and stuff. So I had to go walk her... Uh, When was it? Yesterday? Or the day before? And like she's... You can tell that she's not full husky. Like she has wolf in her for sure. Like she's oh, yeah, massive. Yeah. Dude, that dog. The, this... the second one you guys saw, he's a wolf hybrid too. Yeah, I think I asked you about him one time. Uh huh. I think you he's, posted a story tall. about him, and I was he's beautiful. So yeah, good anyway, dog. so I'm on the walk with her, and like she needs like the chain because she's so strong, and she just loves to pull. So she saw a skunk. I literally got pulled 25 feet within two fucking seconds. I was like, my knee is about to blow out again. Like, it took me, like, off the ground. I couldn't believe it. Oh, God. I was like, oh, yeah. my God, this is a liability, man. And I love these dogs. They're my favorite breed, but I was like, I'm realizing that I think I'm too small to own one. Like, it's just yeah, my, it's not going to work for my me. Girlfriend, I'm, scared of, I'm scared of letting my girlfriend walk. Coda specifically, because Gromit's really good on the leash. But if Coda sees something, he's stronger than me. Like yeah. he'll pull me. She's yeah. like less than half of what I weigh. She's less than what he weighs. So it scares me <laughs> to be like, oh, if he takes him out there <laughs> and he starts taking off, she's gonna just be like flying behind yeah. him, holding the leash like that in the air. Dude, I'm not kidding. <laughs> I was like, my knee's gone again for sure. <laughs> like she uh -huh. pulled me so fucking hard. I yeah. But it humbled me because I thought I was a lot stronger, but clearly <laughs> I'm not. Get, that's the new gym goal. You just got to get strong enough to own a big ass dog. Dude. True. Crazy. Or, or be like me and just buy a Frenchie. But the thing is, <laughs> Frenchies, are, I am. Frenchies are super expensive here, man. Like, For I don't know how they... Everywhere. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Well, now, so apparently, speaking of... Uh, you mentioned your, about your dog having a, or your your dog's mom having a C-section. Yeah. Uh, Frenchies, apparently, <laughs> I found this out after I bought mine. Their heads are so big in proportion oh. to their body that it's impossible for a Frenchie to naturally give birth to a puppy. So every time a Frenchie is born, they have to they do a C-section. They have to do a C-section? So now oh, they're, I don't sad. know about there, but here they're illegal. So... Now, like it's illegal, illegal in Washington. It's illegal to. You're in Washington. Breathe, I didn't know that. I believe. Yeah, I'm in Washington. Oh, okay. Yeah, I so family there. You just right up there, huh? You have family there. I well, in I have fam family in Fairfax, Virginia. So oh, it's like we just say. I have, I have well, a lot what... of family in Washington. Oh, okay. Yeah, like I, I was actually supposed to go live there in. It was like during COVID, I guess you could say. So like 2020 ish i was gonna go there and my because my cousin bought a house and he's like well just come here i, was, I got a pc for you, you can stream because that's when i was streaming full time 
Mm. So I was like, fuck it. I'll just do that. Or I'll work at a gym there or something. You're, so, talking about Was- you're talking Washington State? Like Seattle, Washington? No. Sorry. Washington, oh, okay. D.C. Yeah. Washington, D.C. I was like... I was oh, gonna say Virginia. Yeah, because that, that's why I was like, are we thinking of the same one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't understand why they have to have two Washingtons in the United States and make no goddamn right? sense. Just, like, it is different. really weird. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah my whole life when people have asked me where I live, I have to specify Washington State for that very reason. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, Got so, it. Yeah. So wait a minute, you just you just glossed over something I didn't know. So you used to stream full time, like Twitch stream? I did, yeah. Call of Duty cool. Warzone. <laughs> so I was gonna ask yeah. you guys about that. I was like, did you guys do you guys play at all? Because they just got rid of Warzone One. Like they blew it up like a couple oh, really? days ago. It's very sad. Yeah, I'm a gamer, but I I play uh, like antisocial single player games by myself. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so like, what, what what's an antisocial? I'm trying to think of like. Uh, well, like right now, the the newest one that I've been playing is Starfield. I like those okay. like. RPG story yep. driven that, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. Let's see. So I played Skyrim. I played the Fallout games. Uh. What else? I like The Witcher. Oh yeah. I like. Show yeah. is horrible though. Yeah. It, it was a disappointment for sure. It was. It was. Yeah. It could have been a lot better. Um. Uh, but I do like oh, some yeah. shooters too. Like I played Halo back in the day. I played a little bit of Call of Duty. Yeah. Um, but just just campaigns like i'm not an online guy <laughs> i well that's what i mainly used to play but then call of duty was mm-hmm. well call of duty and gears of war some some halo but mm-hmm. call of duty was mainly the only like multiplayer or okay battle royale game that i really really enjoyed yeah so yeah i will any multiplayer game that i am with because i I don't have, like, I. this is part of the ADHD thing, too. We were talking a lot about ADHD just before you hopped on. I can't sit there and focus on a game. I would much rather just, I mean, I just fuck around and talk to my friends and have fun and die, like, 90 times when I play. Yeah, that's usually, usually what happens. Like, with some people, like, if we're... That's why, like, when I did stream, like, there was, like, certain groups I would play with, like, because there's sometimes I'm just... And I'll get baked and I'll just want to fuck around. But then there's times that I want to, I'm really competitive. So like I want to win. So I have like my super serious friends who are like, KD is like fucking five. And then there's like my other friends below one. <laughs> yeah, see, I, so, can't, I can't play with competitive people. If they take it too seriously, it takes all the fun out of it for me. Because you get all the people too, like you shit talk the other teams. I literally don't like anytime I'm able to talk to the other teams. I just try to make them laugh with some really stupid stuff that makes no sense. I just talk. Like I love that. I can't, I can't just play, I like both, I don't even play video games. It's been a long time. I would like to be able to. I could totally picture you streaming, Josh. I don't know why. I could picture yeah. you playing a game, and I could picture you just like not even really focusing on the game, like you said, just like <laughs> kind of dying and running around, but like just talking. I could totally see that. Yeah. I think that would be really like, easy. Like that. I can talk really easily, but like, I don't know, dude. Yeah. When I when I try to play, because I used to like playing video games a lot when I was younger. Now when I yeah. try to sit down and do it, I'll get bored in like 10 or 15 minutes, unless I'm playing with a good group of people. Mm. And then I'm also for me, who I want to play with, and I don't have that many friends that I would even play video games with in the first place. Yeah. Well, a new Warzone's gonna come out at the end of October. <laughs> so we're gonna squad up. We're all gonna play. 
And there we'll make a go. video out of it. How about that? I'm, I'm going to tell you I'm about that. Immediately. I'm down. Immediately. I'm down. See, this sucks, though, because I've been running to this my whole life, too, because I'm not that good at video games, but I play yeah. them. You guys at least don't really play them, so when you die a bunch, you like you have an excuse. Like no one expects <laughs> you to be good. But I play just enough video games that people expect me to be better than I am. Oh, <laughs> I feel like everybody yeah. expects you to be better than you are, though. Like at least like That's when fair. I was streaming, it's like it didn't matter how well I did. Like there's always going to be somebody who's going to like shit on me for something. Really? You know? How'd you not? How'd you not? That's like, yeah. yeah, and it's like with bodybuilding, it's the same exact thing. Yeah. It's like you could literally be the best in the world. You could yeah. be hottie. You could be Rami. You could be literally anyone who's been killing it the last couple of years. Oh, he's shit. He shouldn't have won. Yeah. This person's like, bro, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, and like, I'd I don't be like, know. Who are you to just want? Yeah, but that's yeah. just, yeah. I don't know. I'm not going to get too much into that, but it's just I, normal. I would even venture to say that in bodybuilding and I guess just in everything, the more success somebody has, the more people shit on them. One thousand percent. When people are losing, everyone's like rooting for them, and then once they yeah. start winning, they're like, "He didn't deserve to win." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of he yeah. Didn't deserve to win. There's a lot know? of reasons for that. Part of it would just be because people start rooting for the underdog after a while, but another part of it oh, is yes. just straight up insecurity and jealousy to a point where people don't yeah. understand, yeah. like, oh, like instead of being like this person has something that I want, or this person's good at something I want to be good at, I want to try to work harder and be better. They're like, oh, this person's doing this. I'm supposed to be that. I'm supposed to be good at this and that. And they shouldn't do this. They don't deserve this. They're not me. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Depends on the, the person. I'm reflecting at his friends. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all. Like, they're just completely projecting all of their insecurities onto other people for no reason at all instead of just, like, do better. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's what the internet allows now, right? It's like, there's no. Like, so I was watching a podcast with, I'm a huge fan of Theo Vaughn. I don't know if you guys like Theo I Vaughn. I love Theo yeah. Vaughn. Yeah, so I just, I just saw him actually live uh, really? a month ago. Yeah, it was great. So uh, he he was doing a podcast with Jordan Peterson when, while he was here. I don't know if you guys know who Jordan Peterson is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so do. they were talking about, like, the internet and how, like, so he's being sued for, like, all this crazy shit. Uh, stuff that just literally doesn't even make sense. But he was just saying, like, on the internet, it's allowing people to just like do whatever the fuck they want. And there's no consequences at all. It's, yeah. it's giving you this, like not fake identity, but it's like, you're able to just make an account and you can say whatever you want publicly. And yep. there's absolutely no mm-hmm. repercussions to it. Whereas like, if you say something to somebody, I don't know, at a store and it's like, okay, that you could be sued or you could be arrested for like harassment but it's like, what about on exactly. the internet? It's like, you cannot control that at all. So yeah, he, um, I would recommend watching it. It's such a great episode. I haven't finished it yet, but I was about like an hour and a half in and he they talked about that a lot. And yeah, it just made me think about like, I think that that's why within bodybuilding too, it's just become this huge, I don't know. There's just so much negativity with it, even mm-hmm. when there's so many positives to it. Well, just mm-hmm. there isn't going to be consequences when people want to say shit online because instead of like being face to face with that person, it is just your screen. So a lot of people kind of remove the they remove the fact that you're an actual living person with feelings too when they're typing on a screen because to them and their perception of the world, you live on their phone screen as their entertainment, so they can say and do whatever they want with you. So that's why there's like 
it bothers me when I will get like sexually harassing my comments on TikTok or something over nothing. And yeah. I'm like, bullshit. If you said this to me in person, you would be getting arrested. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but literally. Like, it's just okay and you're comfortable to say that to somebody online. Like, it, it really isn't that different. You're still saying it, you know? It's, it's just weird. True. Yeah. So, get, so another thing he mentioned was that, like, it's giving power to those who, like, really shouldn't have it kind of thing. Like, yeah. you couldn't just, like, go to your neighbor's Perfect. house, go into a house, say, say mm -hmm. something, and that only reaches that one person. Like, this is the opportunity for them to say one thing and it reaches thousands and it affects yeah. thousands mm -hmm. at one time. So it's like, yeah, pretty crazy, man. The internet yeah. getting fucking insane. And when, and when you say it's giving people uh, a fake identity, it's, it's really not. It's actually uh, really showing who they truly are, realistically. Yeah, yeah. Showing, yeah. showing the ignorance and their biases and all of it. You, you can't be like a self-aware person though like can actually self-reflect and still put out negativity into the world like that like it might be yeah. who you are but it's who you are because it's very subconscious because you don't actually understand the reasons behind the way that you feel about these things if you're projecting some kind of hatred onto somebody because i believe any kind of negativity that you see is not really going to well it depends on i guess not everything but for most people if you're getting negativity it's not your fault it's that person entirely like it's a complete oh yeah jealousy thing 99 percent of the time unless you are an actual piece of shit and you kind of deserve the hate <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it depends on the person's track record i think yeah because yeah. everything is always on the internet so if you look at one thing like you want to give him the benefit of the doubt or her the benefit of the doubt and then you actually see other comments that she's made and it's like okay no you really are a piece of shit yeah yeah, yeah. Josh and Milan, you guys both have bigger uh, social followings than Tyler and myself. Do you find that, um, like, do you guys get a lot of hate and shit from people on your posts? Like, do you get a lot of shitty comments that you have to go through or, or uh, not so much? Honestly, not really. Like, depends on... Like, in terms of my body, but, like, I don't know. I've, it's all been pretty positive for me the last, like, maybe year and a bit. Uh, and, like, people ask me if I get, like, weird, like, messages and shit. I don't get that. <laughs> I don't get oh. any of that. Yeah, oh, no. Really? Like, I'll get, like... I'll get, like feet pics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gosh, oh, okay. I've gotten that. I got yeah. that once. I got that one time. That was it. I've got okay. And, uh... <laughs> I, I could imagine... <laughs> I can hey, imagine you guys have, but uh, like, yeah, no, I don't really, yeah, I don't really get any negative stuff. Time. Like if I do, so there was a point where I was doing a lot of uh, like question boxes, mm. but I would do like videos for them and mm -hmm. I'd have like people like fake, um, fake profiles asking me if I'd taken PEDs before as a female. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm like, that's like the only like negative thing. And it's like, I'm not. I don't lie about anything. Like, if you have something to ask me, I'll, I'll answer it. But, yeah. yeah, I don't really get any negative stuff. I got, like, a little bit of negativity um, with, like, some of my streaming stuff, I guess. Like, with COD. Because I guess, like, some guys get offended when women play COD. I don't know. It's really yeah, weird. How dare you ruin their masculinity? Video games yeah. are for dudes. What are you doing? Bro, sometimes when they would <laughs> hear, like, if I would come into the lobby and they would hear that I'm a female, they'd be like, this is a girl. I'm like, yeah. yeah. What the fuck's the problem? <laughs> yeah, I'm about to whoop your ass too. Yeah, literally. Oh, dude, I would talk so much shit. But 
but yeah, no <laughs> to answer your question, first no negativity. Yeah. First female voice I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> that's all it is. They're just talk. They're like, holy shit. Like, oh my Real. god, that's the girl a, is talking to us. That's a thing now. That's like a like within like y- the younger generation. Like they all there's a thing called um I think it was on Discord. It's like a it's called e sex or something, where it's like they 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 take their e virginity, but it's like it's like a virtual. Oh, that's, that's yeah, because they're oh, too scared so to like actually. That's so yeah. sad. It's very sad. No, I, I I can't even fathom that this is a real <laughs> yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, dude. Can you what? imagine? You imagine if like, dude, yeah, when I, I heard, heard it, that. I was like, I was like, that I'm must Googling. be a joke. I wonder. I, mean, if so eventually... for, I forget who told me about it, but it was like a, it was on a podcast just talking about like the percentage of wow. the, like the generation that really hasn't. That's, they just don't want to socialize at all. Like in yeah, love, it's all online. So wow. Hey, want to e fuck? Get the e virgin <laughs> up. Oh my <laughs> god. Yeah, it's a thing, Ooh. man. I want to know what is the criteria for losing your e virginity? <laughs> like, what do you I... have to do online for this to <laughs> Minecraft? If you Parentheses. Insert. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I have no clue. <laughs> like, do you like? Like act it out yeah. via text or like how does this work? Have you, this seen Black Mirror? Have you guys seen Black Mirror? I've seen uh, a handful of episodes. I don't yeah. think so. I think okay, that's... so. There's an episode with Anthony Mackie. Do you guys know who that is? He's the Black Falcon on um, yeah. the Avengers. And he gets the yeah, yeah. whatever. Uh, Black guy. I think so. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna Google him. Um, hopefully, people who are listening to this know where I'm going with this. But um, there's oh, an God. episode. I'm of Black nervous. Mirror. For those mm-hmm. of you who do not know, Black Mirror is like a show that just like each episode is a completely different scenario of something. Oh and in this yeah. scenario, there's this video game and it's like Mortal Kombat kind of, but instead it's like virtual. So like you put that thing on, you're in the game. So his yeah. friend got it for him yeah, for his birthday and they're playing it together. And uh, one of their friends joins as like a girl character the and then they just fuck in this video game. Right up. It, it leaves you. And it leaves you. Kids in real life so I was like, "That's my favorite sure episode." I'm not actually in love with each I want it every day. Yeah, Bruh. I want Bruh. that episode every night. <laughs> oh, Tyler's frozen. Oh, now he's back. My uh, Sorry, my Wi-Fi has been so great. So, oh, for you real? guys' pictures haven't really been fun for me most of this time. Anyways, I don't know why. They've been frozen. No, it's not frozen. It's just the internet connection because I don't know what it is about the Wi-Fi lately where I'm at, but it's just not been very good. I was going to join on my uh, phone, but then I wouldn't have been able to really see everybody that well. Uh, right. You look. And then I was going to join on my iPad, me, but I think the camera on my iPad is like really trash. Um, really do. You look uh, like extra weird for to me today, Josh. For some reason, you look I really good. My, um... <laughs> oh well, there you I go. I couldn't do a screen this time. <laughs> That'll do it. That'll do it. I also think it matters how much of like the windows behind me I'm blocking because anytime I let this light For in, sure. all of it, it gets like a lot worse. Mm-hmm. Me and Ashley talked about starting when I was on prep, but then I was oh. so in the weeds. Like guys, That's I was, I was That's rest in peace in my grave. We tried Sorry? to start the podcast a couple times. Um, but it was during all of our preps because we were all prepping for different shows. I think we had even oh, talked yeah, about this. Right. We were all, yes, yes, yeah. we did. Oh, so we all prepped was, this year, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 
it wasn't until after USA's where we're finally able to buckle down and get this done. And I didn't even end up doing USA's. It was just a bunch of other stuff. So now, now it's been very consistent, but it was, it was a process at first. I was going to ask you about the podcast that you talked to me about with Ash. When's that going to go up? Do you guys have any plans for that? So we originally, so the, the day that you guys, I saw the upload, we had, planned to film that day but then ash said she wanted to get like more stuff to film it but i just told her i was like yeah like no rush um on the stuff and even if you want to just use your phone for now like it's not a big deal if it's like good quality shit you know just get it out there and just talk because we um we spoke so we had a zoom meeting i don't know if you guys were i'm not sure where you guys i don't know if you guys were in it um but it was with um I don't remember how long ago it was, honestly. My life's been a little bit of a blur. But I remember Ashley and I spoke after, and then we had a meeting with Ben. And we were like, yeah, we like we would like to start our own like podcast. Like, how do you feel? Is it okay with you? Kind of thing. Like, kind of connected to Hostile, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and he was all about it. And then I just got so weeded with breath. Like, I was on my deathbed, like, the next week. Because I was just pushing hard for, like, the first show. And then I got sick. So then I was, then I had to do another two shows after that while I was sick. So it was just, yeah, I was like, my brain is gone. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're going to have to wait. Yeah. But yeah, so we're hoping to start soon. That's why I was like, you know what? Maybe we'll do a little collab here and then we can kind of roll with, with whatever. So. That'd be well, cool. what, you guys what, how like did your shows? Theme? Sorry. Who, what were you going to ask Neil? I was gonna say, how did your shows go this year? I'm just gonna pull up your Instagram for people that aren't familiar. Oh, oh my God, get a blush. Uh, <laughs> they went, they went pretty well. Like, I mean, right. um, so I did three. So I did my first one was Fuad's show, which oh, cool. was yeah. in May. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it should be down there somewhere because I've been okay. doing. Everybody sees tatted. From yeah, everybody the- sees the tats. I know. <laughs> I had so many people think that those were real. Like it was. It was like a social experiment. I was so confused about it, and I wanted to ask you because I was like, she didn't. Well, like I saw one, and I was like, oh, obviously, whatever. And then like I saw you post another picture like that, like weeks later, and I was like, wait, did she just like go get a ton done all at once for some reason? I'm very, very confused. <laughs> yeah. Scary, so. Uh, after the, after the show, the van show, I kind of like, I wasn't really sure what I was going to do with the rest of my season. Cause I had, I, I won my class in van and then I was in the overall and I've, I've been in the overall a couple times for the pro card and I always seem to just miss it. So I was like, fuck, like, I really don't know what to do. There's like three shows left, but I was like super sick. So I was like, I don't know. It's going through like kind of a rough time. So I like didn't post for like a couple weeks. And like at that point, like when I was competing, I was posting quite often. So I was like, you know what? I was going to, we were going to a music festival and I was like, I saw these tattoos. I don't know how I, it fucking came into my brain. I have no clue. I was like, I want to dress up for this thing, but I'm not trying to wear like just nip covers. And like, you know how it is in a festival? Yeah. Like I'm not mm-hmm. trying to wear, I'm okay. Yep. So I'm like, yep. what, what way can I dress up without me like having to do that type of shit. So I was like, fucking tattoos. I was like, I want to get tatted. <laughs> so then I looked it up and they were just like these temporary tattoos. And uh, I was like, it's perfect time to fucking 
do it because everybody's not seen me for a couple weeks. So I was like, "What's up? This is what I've well, this is what I've been doing." <laughs> yeah, it worked. It worked. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah, but sorry, I totally got off track there with the sh- with the shows. Oh, no. So yeah, I Everything did the. Off track left here. We were always off right. track. This is uh, this like... has been a fluid conversation. We, we, we just literally were... started the podcast talking about ADHD. So right. no, we we're just we're just rolling. That yeah. should be the name of of this of this uh, video. ADHD. Yeah, this episode called the ADHD episode. I definitely have that for sure. Um, mm. But yes, so first show came out second. I wasn't entirely happy about that, I'll be honest, but that's also because, like, I I don't know how you guys are with competing, but, like, I put my all into it, and when I don't, I don't really like to lose, because I'm, like, with bodybuilding, I'm like, fuck, it's so expensive, it takes up so much time, mm-hmm. like, who's, yeah, who's it's here just to do it? <laughs> Dude, yeah, no. there's so many it. people like that. There are a lot you of would be like surprised. That, yeah, you would be surprised. Come on. Come on, yeah. you see what podcast we are. Some people are like, you know, I would like, you know, I'm like hoping for like top 10. I'm like, I, I'm no. good. <laughs> like, I would yeah. rather not even do a prep to try yeah. to get top 10. Like, no. at least as an amateur, you know, like, right, I don't know. Right, I've done right. 12 shows. So I'm like, I really just don't like to, I just don't like to lose. So mm-hmm. yeah, second place, the first one, I was a little bit upset, but I knew I wasn't like at my best, which was kind of concerning so then i was like hey fuck nationals is in i think it was three weeks after and i prepped myself so i was like at that point i was just overthinking everything like my peak week for toronto was did you just prep yourself in between for for the first two i prepped myself and then uh the couple shows before that as well so i was just like i was used to that but this time around it was like I knew that I had to really dig deep, like really fucking dig deep to the point where like, I'm not going to think clearly at all. And Mm. then I started to overthink my peak week to the point where I'm trying to look at myself like every half an hour and the criteria for bikini, like kind of changed. Like at this point, this was when New York happened and they went for a more like muscular look. And I was like, fuck, I'm really small. So I like, I need to fill out. But at the same time, I'm like, if I fill out too much, I think it's like that. This is going to sound crazy, but like certain with Asians, you can't load them too much because we're already kind of like round. But if you load too much or cut water too much, then we lose the roundness and we'll lose the lines. So then we look stringy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just like a bit. Uh, no, I, I at believe least with- that. I, from my knowledge, I know that um different ethnic ethnic groups actually do carry glycogen differently so that doesn't make a lot of sense yeah yep so i started like i try to like look back on my notes and like really really dig into this peak because i was like this is my this is my first shot at nationals again i did pretty well my last two nationals so i was like okay this this is the one this is the one yeah no it was horrible i started getting my head so much i fucking I fucked up my my water, my sodium, my carbs, everything. I was just overthinking it, and then my my I just looked like shit, man. Like it was probably one of the worst, one of the worst I had looked. But uh, then I hired Julian after that because he's a good friend of mine, 
So I hired him mm. for van and then we did six weeks into van and I lost a decent amount of weight, but it was good to kind of take that like, um, pressure off my shoulders, you know? Yep. So the less you so have to yeah. think about stuff, the better. So if you have somebody just calling the shots yes. for you, it, it helps quite oh, a bit. Oh man. And it, it was, it was, it was a really good experience because Julian is coached by Jansen and, mm-hmm. um, also, so before I worked with, I worked with John Meadows at one point okay. and he was probably like my favorite, his lay, layout with the, the diet was so good. The training was so good. So when I, when I started being trained by Julian, I noticed that his, his, uh, protocols are essentially the same. And I was like, I asked him, I was like, have you worked with John before? <laughs> Cause like, this is so similar. And then, uh, he let me know that like the, our peak process and a lot of the stuff was, was Jansen's way of doing things, which was really, really cool because then I ended up watching Justin's peak week, uh, oh, yeah. for Chicago. Mm-hmm. Right, it was Chicago. Yep, Chicago. And yep. Uh, it was very similar. And I was like, "This is fucking sick!" Like, it was a really cool learning experience for me because it was like I had not taken that approach yet. So, yeah, it was really cool. How was the if 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 they wouldn't mind you sharing this information? Yeah. How was the peak different from what you had done in the past? It was, it was very so. My, so my peak for for Fouad's show was. Mm similar to how uh julian did my peak for for van uh i kept the food very very low very low uh the only difference would be julian had me doing a lot of fats kind of leading up and then um i didn't take a diuretic i didn't take a diuretic for fuads but i took a diuretic for toronto which i loaded too much with the diuretic so that was my my fucking my fuck up cuz I was freaking out. I was like, "Okay, maybe I should take one, but I took it too late." So, for Van, we did take a diuretic as well. We took I think a, probably the same amount. I think it was we were doing one eighth of a diazide. We started that on the Thursday. Uh whereas when I did it, I started it, I did it Friday night. So by the time it hit me like I was already off stage, you know. So <laughs> Um, yeah, so we did higher fats and then the day of the show, it was like, dude, my, my water was probably like 25 to 50 milliliters, like every meal, but we ended up doing, yeah, yeah. And then we cut water pretty heavily, like Friday, Mm. whereas for Fouad's, I cut water pretty heavily, but then for Toronto, I didn't. Because they told me, so at Fouad's, they're like, we would like to see you a little bit fuller. Like, you were, mm-hmm. you looked a little flat. And they asked me what I did. And I said, I cut my water by, I think I was doing, I started with, I think I did six starting Monday. Because I'm small. I'm like, only 100 pounds, pretty much. Like, stage ready. I'm like, well, only 100 pounds. So I was doing like six leading up to Thursday, I did four. And then Friday, I did two for Fouad's, which I felt worked well. But then for Toronto, I, I did a little bit too much. Like I kept the water in too much. So I could have cut that, but Julian cut my, we started cutting my water. I think like decreasing it on Thursday, Thursday night. Yeah. So, yeah. I think I've, I've noticed a big mistake that a lot of people have been making when they do peak weeks is they do cut water completely. 
And what I've learned is you don't want to cut it like entirely. out. A lot of people cut water on Friday and then they don't have any water on show day. And that works for some people, but not the majority. You still need to, yeah. you need to have need water and sodium and carbs all together to fill out. So a lot of people kind of yeah. miss on that. Well, it's really, it's really, it really depends too on the, on the category really. Right. Like, yep. unfortunately, bikini is going to be very different in comparison to an open i fucking wish i was an open bodybuilder bro i wish <laughs> i could eat like that or carve up like that are you kidding me i'd have oh, like yeah. one little nibble and i'm like okay filled out <laughs> like yeah so greener, i promise pardon the grass is always greener i promise <laughs> i know i know but i wish that i had, could eat a bikini bodybuilder diet no you know <laughs> No, yeah, you <laughs> no, you don't. You'd be like two days after you'd be like, I'm so hungry. Yeah, dude. I'd rather eat less, dude. Like, like if I can. Oh Bro. yeah, I'd be that way. But I think it was like the week. It's such a blur, man. Because I was just dying. I think it was a week out or two weeks out. We ended up dropping my calories to like 800, and I've never Oof. done that. It's. I saw Oof. that number and I was like, I had to do like a 12 take. I was like, am I reading this right? Like 800 wild. That, that's like you less than you my first fun. meal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, it's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. That's insane. Um, yeah. Actually, I don't even know if I have a meal that's even 800 calories. They're probably all over that. Oh, I'm sure they are, man. Oh, that's um, one thing about bikini judging that I've always wondered as far yeah. like from a competitor's perspective i've heard that like the judges have a very specific criteria of like how lean they want you to be they don't want you to be too lean but they yeah. want you to be a certain level of of conditioned right and also muscularity does that like mess with your head at all of knowing like okay they want me to be lean but not too lean like how do you how do you find the right balance so for me it's i'm very small like, and when I say small, like my structure is very small. Mm -hmm. So, but also if I don't come in lean enough, I just look soft because I don't have that much muscle yet, I guess. Uh, so it's weird because every show I do, I have different like feedback. Like it's like, so 2020 when I did the amateur O, this was probably like the biggest and fullest I'd ever been on stage. And they told me they're like, you're on the brink of like too much. It's too much. <laughs> so then I was like, okay, so I need to come in like smaller, I guess. I knew it could have probably been a little bit leaner. It was definitely not the leanest I'd been on stage, but it was probably the most like complete, I guess. I was a little bit spilled over, but I think with bikini, sometimes you can get away with that based on what they're going for that year. Uh, but then this year, I did know, or the last year, since Laura Lee's been in the mix and, you know, Jen, they all came in a lot, lot more conditioned within the last couple of years. So I think that that's what everybody was aiming for. Um, but sometimes that can really, really take away from the shape. Because with bikini, it's like, it's not really that much muscle. But if you're too lean, then it's going to take away from the silhouette. Sure. So you, yeah. it, it really is hard to find that balance, like come in too lean, then you kind of lose the glutes, but then also you need the tie-ins, but then you can't have like an etched out like hamstring or you can't have any, yeah. like not a lot of lines in your quads when you walk. 
So it, it's it's really 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 that tough. So tedious. Wasn't Laura yeah. Lee's feedback in twenty twenty two or twenty twenty one that she was too lean, and then she came back in twenty two and one because she was a little bit more. Yeah. So she had put on she had put on eight pounds uh, between the Olympia and then I think the first one that she had done was the Arnold. Yes. Mm-hmm. So she did. She went. She, she went and did the Arnold, and then after that, she won. I think it was Pittsburgh, New York, and maybe one other one. But yeah, she was too lean. And the thing with her is I've heard she's really hard to peak. And I find the same. Like if I don't if I don't eat a certain amount or like like I can change within like half an hour. Like that happened to me at the the Olympia where I was too cold backstage, so I started to hold a lot of water. Like I couldn't warm up. Like there was like I lost all my lines. It was really weird. Like, I still, like I said, it was like the fullest and biggest look I had ever had, but it was just fucking weird. And then other times I've been too stringy. I can't fill out where, like, my bikini is literally falling off of me. Like, Van, I probably lost, like, between prejudging and finals, like, probably lost a couple pounds. Because we were like, we should keep you, like, peeled for finals. Like, that's what Julian and I kind of agreed on. Cause we looked, we were looking at all the other class winners and we're like, okay, like we want to be able for you to stand out. Uh, which I think I did, but it was not like the look they wanted a little bit fuller. So I think we probably should have carved me up a little bit more for that, but that's yeah, that's it's why really hard, man. Bikini's hard compared to a lot of other classes because it is a lot of a balancing act. Like it, it is, yeah. you can go too far one way or the other really, really easily within a day. Whereas with like, with the men's classes, it really is just about, like, keep as much muscle as you can and get as lean as you possibly can, you know? The peak isn't, yeah. like, easy. Like, we still have to fill out, and and it's hard to peak people still. But when it comes to bikini, it's like the peaking is is not to bring out the leanest and most detail. It's, it's like, I don't know. It's so weird. It's definitely, definitely different. It's well, hard, man. Well, and if, if I would imagine there's way more variables with the peak, uh since you're having to like walk a ba- do a balancing act with conditioning, because I know yeah. like for myself and for open bodybuilders, if we're completely inside out, peeled fat free, you can't really, I mean, you can mess up the peak, especially if you're, if you're flat, but yeah. you can only mess it up so much, right? Like I, for example, myself, I know that when I get into the kind of condition that I was in, like for USA's, I can't, physically spill over like i can't physically consume enough food in order to make myself spill over like my (laughs) stomach will be too full before i spill over but if you if you're having to leave like a thin layer of body fat it's probably way easier to spill over right because there's a lot more potential for that so that's probably a lot trickier to navigate i would imagine yeah it's pretty hard and then it's also like with bikini you have to have a that like the paper thin waist and yeah. it's like how do you try to fill out without blowing out your waist yeah oh yeah i dealt that in classic too i have to pull a vacuum and it's like but most people are like most bikini it's best not to do like a dirty carb up you know mm-hmm. like it's just too much of a risk because mm-hmm. it's just there's that fine line right so it's really really hard to yeah. to, to to nail it but i think that that the approach we took for van was very good it was just a little bit i felt i was a little bit flat for finals but then i started to fill out the more i posed i i tend to i i do find that that when i 
when I'm on stage for a little bit longer and I kind of get the blood in my legs, I can, I can start to fill out. But sometimes you guys know how it is. Like mm -hmm. you only have two minutes on stage. If you're fucking not filled out or you're not on point, the second that a judge may look at you, it's over. Yeah. Yep. Yep. If they're not seeing, if they see you at the beginning before you kind of get that hardness and fill out and bring oh. out off, mm -hmm. then that's what they saw. But yeah. are you still working with yeah. Julian? Right now? No, only because I ended up taking like a lot of time off the gym because I think mm -hmm. Josh knows, but uh, last year when I was prepping, I tore my sartorius and meniscus when I was three weeks out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> that started to flare up a bit near the end. And I was like, fuck, yeah. I need to just chill. I ended up like retaking my, I was taking uh BPC and TP 500. So I was like near, I think like two weeks out of van or a week out of van. I was like, I need to start that again. And then uh, after the show, I was like, you know, what? I just need a break. So I took like probably four weeks off and then I tried to reverse diet. It doesn't really work for me, unfortunately. So you also I, uh, <laughs> That'd be yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was after. Yeah, and I worked at I work at a restaurant too, so it's like I've always been surrounded by food, and if I need to like refrain, then I will. But yeah. I did tell myself, like, bro, like I, I was a hundred pounds. That was the that was the lowest I'd ever been for for any show. So I was like. I need to just get the weight back up. Like, I feel like I'm going to die. <laughs> like, my joints are fucked. Like, everything is fucked. So I was like, I just need to get back to baseline. And I feel so much better now. So, yeah, I'm just kind of doing my own thing, which I feel comfortable with doing. And uh, it's kind of how I prefer it, to be honest. Like, for a prep, I do want somebody there like especially for the last couple of weeks because mentally I just, mental, i'm realizing i'm realizing that i can't handle that so um i'm thinking of possibly doing a show next year like i don't know maybe end of the year mm. but i just want to i really want to grow right now like that's my mm -hmm. my biggest thing is i just like i want to train as if i'm going into wellness but still stay in bikini because I think that'll be a good look for bikini because oh, yeah. that's what it's kind of going yes. towards right now. And I'm so small, so I think it'll benefit me a lot. So just just yeah. growing. Grow time, baby. Yeah. Yo, really quick. Oh, what were you going to say, Tyler? I'm about to get out of here. I got another call to hop on. So. Oh, oh okay. okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We've been oh. on for a little over an hour anyway, so we can kind of start to wrap up. But yeah, if you got it, if you got a jet, go for it, man. Yeah, yeah. So I'll talk to y'all later. Good seeing you, Milan. Bye. All right, buddy. Later. Time oh, damn, oh. I forgot. I completely Whoa. forgot. This is what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Changes up. Change the layout, guys. Yeah. Just a fucking uh, that, zoom in there. That's cool, though. That's always exciting starting. I'm in the same boat. I just started a, a really long off season. I'm probably going to compete next. Um Arnold Amateur 2025. It's the first show of it's the first national show of 2025. Yeah. And I found out that my qual actually I'm qualified through that that show. So really? I don't even have to requal. Yeah. So I don't know if if it's the same for bikini. It probably is. Because the Arnold Classic is the first show, the first national show of the year, they accept uh two full years of qual. So like my 2023 qual qualifies me for 2025 
Yeah. Damn, I didn't know that, and I've done the Arnold. I did not before. know that. Because, mm-hmm. dude, I've been wanting to do that show for years now. Like, dude, since I started competing. You had a bad experience? Oh, I did it. Okay. It's not really the show's fault. So, first, <laughs> that was my first like, national show, Pro Qualifier. I was only 20 years old. That was actually the first real prep mm-hmm. that I'd ever done, too. The first real prep I've ever done in my life. This was COVID year, so it was 2020. Um, oh. The night before the show, they they sent out an email that they were going to cancel the amateurs. So, like, I'd spent all this money. I did this whole entire prep, and I thought that they were going to cancel the show literally one day out after I had already fucking gotten to Ohio and everything. <clears throat> so that was part of the bad experience. Another part of it was um, I didn't know how diuretics worked, so I overdid it. So um, <laughs> Terrence... Terrence only t- told me to take like a quarter of a diazide. And I was like, I did. And I was like, yo, I don't have to pee. Like, I don't, I, whatever. Like, I was just assuming that, like, oh, I was going to have to pee. And like, that's how it worked. So it mm. never happened. And I was like, oh, I'll just take another. Oh, I'll take another. No. Josh. Yeah. Oh, shit. And then man. he invited me to his Airbnb at like 1130 at night or something. I go over there and we're doing posing. And I'm like literally flattening out like by the minute, <laughs> like bad. So. Then we're trying to like I at that point I can't fill back up like it was it was already too yeah. late but and and I didn't even end up looking bad on stage I just looked a little bit softer than I was but there was sixty people in my my class sixty people in just my class so I was only on stage for I got to do quarter turns real quick and then I got set off stage and then there was like twelve callouts. And then um, when I went up on my call out, I got like center of my call out at least. I have no fucking clue what place that was. It just wasn't great. So yeah. that whole entire experience there wasn't wasn't the best. Sounds yeah. like the New York Pro or something. Like there's so many call outs. Like mm-hmm. that's crazy. But dude, how much of a diuretic did you? T- you could have died. <laughs> yeah, oh, I know. Scary. I should have died for sure, and I didn't even know better. I probably ended up taking that's like, two so and crazy. I'm so glad. Wow, I'm surprised oh, yeah, you didn't good. get like. I'm surprised you didn't get like sick, like diarrhea. Yeah. I'm sick. No, I got sick. I did, dude. I was oh, actually did? like, I was very, very, very lean. Like I was ready for that show, so I did not need anything. I fucked that up on my own, but yeah, that was it. Was still a good show and a good experience as far as the prep goes because that was also the first cycle that I'd ever done. So seeing all of like that progress was fucking nuts to me. So I still have pictures of like the hotel pictures that I took before I fucked up that I really like. (laughs) Your first year, like like, on cycle or whatever is like when you just don't give a fuck, you're just like, yeah, whatever. I'll just, I'll just take this amount. Like, yeah, I I think you're like, I'll fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I'll take this. I'll take 50 of these. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're like, I haven't been doing this long enough to cause any real damage. So, <laughs> yeah. <fuck it>. yep. <laughs> let's get Whatever, it. Whatever, just try it out. Yeah. <laughs> My yeah. liver and kidneys are fresh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Your liver oh. regenerates, bro. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I actually did have a little bit of that mindset only because I was like, fuck, I've never drank or done drugs or anything. I'm starting to do this. Like, fuck it. I'll just do yeah. whatever. But my cycle yeah. was really minimal. It was just the. The diazide that I was really not smart with, and now I'm not. So like, it, I was gonna ask you what it was, like which diuretic it was. Is it diazide? Yeah, uh huh. So it was also one oh. that you definitely don't want to be fucking around with like that. But I did. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, yeah. I don't, I don't use diuretics for my clients. I have one on hand if, if needed, but it's not been needed yet. So I've kind of figured out a way to where I can peak my people without it. And yeah. if I can do that with myself, I would prefer to just not use one ever again. Yeah. Cause yeah, I, do, dude. I do flatten out easily regardless. I, I really think diuretics, that's how you should do it. Just as needed and quarter <laughs> diazide is really all you should ever need. You know, if you're in yeah. shape, that's all you should ever need. If that. I found a quarter to be, well, for somebody my size, that was a, a little much, like at once. Mm. Whereas I think sense. Julia and I, we did one eighth every, like, I think we might have done, done, started on Thursday. Mm. And then we did it again, one eighth Friday morning and Friday mm. night. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, so, that makes total sense. If you're, if you're just over a hundred pounds on stage, a quarter would be a lot. I feel like. Yeah. So, that makes sense. Yeah. Cause I think I was like one Oh, I think I was like one Oh three, one Oh four on Thursday. And then mm-hmm. Saturday morning I was a hundred, I was a hundred pounds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, I should have weighed myself. I have no idea how much that messed with my weight because I was like 208 to 210 pounds. Mm-hmm. I think on stage. Or before I fucked up with diuretics, I wonder if I sucked myself all the way down to like 200 or below. Because <laughs> I lost yeah. all of it. I look like in my stage shots, I wasn't lean at all. But I know that I was because I see all the pictures beforehand. So I'm like, fuck, dude. Yeah. I could have looked a lot better, but I wasn't yeah. going to do any better anyways. I was 20 years old. Like, I just, that was my yeah. first real, like, prep ever. I wasn't going to win. That's when Fabian mm-hmm. Mayer won and got his pro card, and he's a top 10 Olympian. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah, that's cool. he's good. He's really good. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited yeah, for the O this year. Very competitive here. No matter what I would have done, I was not going to beat him. And uh, <laughs> you have to get overall to get a pro card there. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, as soon as I show, I was like, "Yeah, I got work to do." But, but Neil, that's sick though. So, like, you you're Thank gonna you, yeah. so you're gonna off season till that. Yep. So yeah, okay. I was like, I was. 233 on stage at USA's and the super heavies are just big at that level. Like the guy mm-hmm. who, who took first, I ended up in fifth. The guy who took first um and got the pro card was like two inches shorter than me and a good like 15 pounds heavier. So I'm like, okay. Oh shit. Look, I'm gonna yeah, next dude. time I step on stage, I want to be 250, which I could do. Like at the last two years in a row, I've put on 15 to 20 pounds of stage weight every each year. Oh, um, wow. So I just got to do that one more time and then I'll be ready for sure. But at GH doing its, doing its job, eh? Doing its good work. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, I cracked the top five really just, just on conditioning. Cause I was definitely the most conditioned super like, yeah, I was going to say you're fucking peeled. <laughs> Appreciate that. Appreciate that. But, um, but yeah, they just, they want the size. I realized like I kind of went into it thinking it would be, cause I don't know. I don't, I don't know about, where you're at but at least around here regional shows are almost just like conditioning contests like yes. if you're not peeled they almost disregard you and then the three people that actually show up peeled that there's your top three you know what i mean yeah yeah so i went into it thinking okay if i can just be completely inside out peeled um even if i'm not the biggest they're gonna weigh that more which wasn't really the case i actually think I probably would have placed a little higher had I not pulled down quite as far as I did. Like if I had, if I had showed up at like 240, because I still had striated glutes at 240, right? But the right. those last seven to ten pounds was just getting that last little bit of of dryness and extra extra crispiness. 
But if I had gone on stage at like 240, I might have even placed a little higher. So now we know that going forward, they just they want the size at that level for sure. At least what did with you, that. What did you weigh so at Emerald? So this was at Emerald. I was uh, 226. So I was seven oh. pounds up in 13 weeks, and actually more conditioned for USA's. I would say it's because you needed more more fill out more than anything. Yes. I believe, but yes. So, so do you too. guys have, sorry, do you guys have a USA's and then there's a junior USA's? Yes. And then there's, there's, then there's, there's a couple NPC nationals. Players. You guys have a lot of national shows, right? There's a lot, there's a lot of, there's a lot of opportunity to go pro here. Yeah. It's, it's kind yeah. of, in my opinion, it's watered down a little bit, but I mean, it doesn't yeah. really matter. <laughs> you can go pro at a we shitty pro, pro qualifier and still like be a mediocre pro. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. We have Junior USA's, USA's, and Masters USA's. Three different shows. Damn, I should go yeah. into the Masters one. I'll be there in a couple years. <laughs> really? How old are you? Yeah, I'm 31. Are you really? Yeah. I would not guess that. Yeah. I feel Thank like that's you. way too young to do Masters or even close to it. What is the Masters yeah, age? I think it's 35, 35 or 40. Is that where it starts? 35? That's... I think something I like that. Straight. Like... Maybe I'm talking shit. I don't know. I feel like it's I feel like something... Seems I think super it's, young. Maybe it's 40. Okay. I don't know. I believe it would Even. be 40. I don't know. But my friend, um, one of my best friends, his name was Sean. He was uh he would have been 34 this year. And I know when he was talking about competing, he was gonna wait until he was within masters. Mm. And so I know that one he was year or <laughs> or six. <laughs> should we I don't know should why. we look yeah, it up? Well, I'm gonna Google. look it up. Yeah, it was gonna be like five or six, but like he just kept finding excuses to not compete, but I don't think First that it was 35. I think that's too young. Um, okay. NPC. What age is Masters for NPCs? You are right. 35 years of age or older. Let's oh, go. Damn. Four years. I'm, I'm coming, baby. Damn. <laughs> I'm going to take yeah. 11 years off. I'm going <laughs> to take, take that time off. I'm going to grow yeah. a lot. And there then I'm going to roll I'm going to take 11 in. years off. And I'm going to be the yeah. best Masters bodybuilder. <laughs> Everyone's gonna be like, "Why is this guy not been? Why is he not turned pro? Is he a master? So weird. <laughs> just get your pro card in masters, and then just go straight to the masters Olympia. There yeah, you go. I'll just say that I did it naturally. <laughs> that's why it took so long. That's why it took you so long. Yeah. Oh yeah, my bro. god. Oh man. Well, we've been on for a little bit. We could probably probably start wrapping up. We don't want to take too much of Milan's time either, but thanks for oh, coming. Oh, no, I'm on. good, man. I, I work at 5.30, so I'm just I'm just She's chilling. chilling until then? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, real quick before we go, have you guys ever popped a blood vessel right here before? You see that? I saw that you posted about that. I was wondering how... No, I've never Oh, is it under it. your eye? Underneath. Yeah. Oof. And I know exactly the set it was, too. I was doing um, deadlifts on, like, one of those plate-loaded lever machines where it's literally just handles coming out of the ground on a hinge yep. where you, and you load oh. plate. Um, and, yeah, I, I I did a top set with seven plates aside, and before that set, my eye looked normal. After that set, I was like, what the oh. hell? <laughs> At least <laughs> it, it wasn't like in your eye. eye. Yeah, I've gotten that I've before. Blood vessel at all. Really? Yeah, so I, I felt like know. I kind of had one the other night when I was training back. Mm. I was just like, I'm trying to. I think it was the prime, the prime, uh, prime seated pull. Yeah, yeah. I love and that I one. was just like reaching over, and the mo the moment I went to go like this, 
Yeah. I felt it like, <laughs> really? Like, oh, fuck. Yeah. What does it feel yes, like? Yeah, I didn't... I'm trying to think of all of the times that I've squatted really heavy because that would have to be a time that that would happen to me. And I just can't oh, think dude, of. Dude, I haven't squatted in forever. Yeah. Like it's hack what? squat or leg press, I can like, I can do that, but I haven't squatted in so long. Mm, I'm tempted to do I it. Started this week doing again. some. I started doing some straight up front squats recently, just with a oh, free bar. I miss those. I used to. Crazy. I used to do um, when I was squatting really, really heavy. Yeah. I would always take off um, the weight after I've done my heavy sets of back squats, and I would just do like three sets of front squats. I don't know. I used to be fucking crazy on leg day, so I would I go. Used to I would be... squat. What were you gonna say? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, I would squat like six plates for two sets of t- ten to twelve, and then I would pull off all the way to four plates, and then I would do front squats for like three sets of whatever the fuck I could get. I don't know why I would do that. It was fun though. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Those are the days, right there. Yeah, those are the when your when your body just can take whatever. It didn't yeah. matter. Yep. I had yeah. this conversation had the other day with my boyfriend. We were. I was just like, dude, I'm getting so old. Like. I remember when I first started training, like, I could just go in there and just rip my body apart, like, for date. Like, I wouldn't take any days off. Like, would just go and, like, be there for, like, three, four hours. Like, nothing now? I struggle to walk up the stairs. <laughs> I really do. Me. I'm 24 years old and I'm having all these issues. I'm like, Fuck, I forgot I that you're 24, Josh. <laughs> yeah, baby, bro. That's crazy. That's I still go into the gym. I'm like, oh, my left shoulder is really bothering me today. This is going to be something to deal with. Oh, fuck. My knees hurt right now. Like, oh, I, I'm having trouble even getting out of bed because like just even I don't know about you guys. But when I try to even just get off the like couch or something, I have a hard time getting up off the fucking couch. Sometimes. Yeah, for sure. What? <laughs> Neil, for you? sure. <laughs> yeah, I definitely He's a big do. guy. Yeah. Just wait till, <laughs> wait till I'm like peak off season weight at like 290. I'm sure oh, yeah. I'll, be, I'll be struggling. What uh? How old were you when you started training, Josh? Consistently training or bodybuilding? Because I do think it's kind of training, different. like it, training, anything. So when I first started going to the gym, I was like seventeen. I was, I was. Okay. Wow. That's why I was saying for training. I've always been obsessed with this stuff for a while, but I've never actually had access yeah. to be able to do it. So I yeah. was like obsessed with working out for a really, really long time. I started watching bodybuilding and paying, paying attention to pro bodybuilding when I was like twelve. But mm-hmm. I wasn't able – I would do, like, at-home workouts, like, once every month or some shit, like, stupid stuff. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, yeah. 17 years old, I was able to kind of go to the gym a little bit, but I still couldn't afford too much because I was already living on my own. So I'd go, like, once a week if I was able to. Mm-hmm. And then I started bodybuilding at 19 after I did my first show. Okay. So I did a show without knowing what I was doing, and then I, I started oh, okay. taking shit seriously in bodybuilding. Just for a second. <laughs> yeah. Got you. Yeah, I, the reason I ask is I feel like it's at that like around that ten year mark that your body starts to just of any oh, yeah. kind of training at all for ten years, your body starts that's, to tell you about it. That's yeah. That's what I when think did it you is. Start, I, think I started actually just over ten years ago. I started when I was eighteen, and I'm I'm twenty nine right now. So yeah. Oh wow. I mean, okay. Like, really really consistently hammering probably more like 19 like when i was 18 i started messing around with just like weights that i had at home like i had some kettlebells and yeah, yeah. Dumbbells and stuff pull up bar yeah exactly and then 19 <laughs> i actually got a job at a gym 
so that I could have a free gym membership because same thing, Josh, I couldn't, couldn't actually afford to pay for one. Yeah. And, uh, and that's when I started actually training like every single day or like six days a week. And I just started going nuts, like three, four hours a day, just every exercise I can think of way too much volume. Yeah. But yeah, no. So, so right about 10 years, I would say. Yeah. Nice. I think I expedited the process of joint pain for myself with the labor jobs that I have worked. That's what it is. <laughs> oh yeah. That's what's creating the issues for me for sure. I can tell because Anytime I have any issues with my right side, like with the way that my shoulder is or like my trap is so guarded up, it's because I can think of shit that I was doing in the coal mines where like a lot of that's like right side dominant with all that work and it's just labor intensive and shit. And I was a roof bolter. So yeah, that, that definitely uh, is a lot of the reason. And I've never gotten body work up until recently too. Wow. Yeah, that's that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Yeah. I need that to get more consistent thing. with that. Cause I'm like, fuck dude, if this is 24 years old and I'm already like talking 40, then I don't know how much longer I'm going to be able to go for, but I think it'll be Yeah, fine. Don't end up like me, man. Or like serious back injury. And then like tearing. I have a serious back and... injury. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I already, dude, I've, I've, I've ran myself into the ground. I'll be okay though. We'll be fine. Come back. Are you getting me. body work now, Josh? Um, yeah, I've been trying to do it a little bit once I get, since I have a lot of stuff going on right now and I need to get moved and everything, once I get all that settled, then I'm going to start going again weekly for a while to get everything taken care of. And then it'll be more on like a preventative basis of like once a month. Good. Yeah. So yeah, stretching yeah. a lot. I do now Work on your mobility. Like at all? Yeah. I do dynamic stretches and stuff before I train, like for mobility, especially for my shoulders specifically. Um, but that's definitely more recent. I didn't used to do anything at all. I would just go into the gym and just start, which is a problem yeah. too for that's me. That's a huge, I, huge issue. Yeah. I go into the gym, I put my headphones on and then I I'll like do a warm up set and then I'm like, fuck it. I'm putting on five plates on this chest press and just, I'm going to go. <laughs> and then after that, like, I... I don't feel the pain and I don't notice any exhaustion or anything throughout my workout when I'm doing it. And then as soon as I take my headphones off and I take myself out of that element, I am like, oh, I'm going to fall apart. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm I'm smiling because the gym I go at, it's warm-ups are not a thing. Like, I just do not yeah. see people do that. They just yeah. Yeah. come in, like, right to the leg press, right to the whatever fucking shoulder press, and yep. just load it up. I'm like, homie, you haven't even taken off, like, your jacket yet. Like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> It's, that's how I used to be. I'm trying to, I'm trying to be better about, it's more for me with clients and stuff. I got to lead by example. And, and I know that what I was doing. because you're young still. because you're yeah. young. Once you get to my age, you're going to be like, I need to warm up for at least half an hour. <laughs> Milan, like, I actually have to, man. I was just going to ask yeah. how much warm ups and stretches and stuff do you usually do? Um, depends on, depends on what I'm training. But right now my upper body feels really fucked because, like, I've kind of, like, reduced my volume with my upper body training because, like I said, in 2020, they told me I was, like, on the brink of being a little bit too much. Mm -hmm. And, like, just personally, a personal preference, I don't want to grow my upper body anymore. So um, I've kind of decreased the volume on that. So I, I don't know. I feel like I need to warm up, like, a lot more since I don't train it, train it as often. Oh, so sure. I'll do, like, a maybe, like, 15 
15 minute like stretch or warm up for my upper body. For legs, I try to do at least okay. like 10, 5, 10 minutes on the treadmill, get the legs like and the knees warmed up, even my ankles and stuff. And then I'll do like a, a rolling and then a stretching and then I'll start. Because I, di- I didn't do that before when I, before I tore my, my sartorius. And I think that that's like a big reason why. Okay. I've, so. I've noticed that uh, the stationary bike is really good for warming up for like leg days because you get a lot more like knee flexion and like movement throughout your entire leg when you do it that way. So that's what I try for to sure. do now. That just hurts my ass a lot. So yeah, I know it's really uncomfortable. It is. I <laughs> it's hate really it. Uncomfortable. <laughs> so I'm like, I'ma just I'ma just not do that. I'd rather do the stairs at that point. Yeah. 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 Stairs aren't then bad. like 30 seconds in, I'm like <gasps> I'm like breathing happily. <laughs> it's yeah, just really like so out of up. shape. It's really easy to get warmed up there for sure. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just feel too fucking fat for stairs, dude. And like, <laughs> I get out of breath pretty quick. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, seriously, I don't feel like I'm that big of a person. But like, when I move around and I try to do everyday activities, I feel like I'm too damn big for those. So going up the stairs is not fun. <laughs> Can you no, imagine I, being big, Rami, bro? That would be. Insane. I'm only two fifty. I'm like fucking struggling. Probably I remember so. they used to talk about uh, Luke Sando would do the stairs a lot for cardio, but he would just have it. He, he would hit quick start and whatever speed it was on, he would just leave it there <laughs> or whatever it was. Because that was enough. so fucking big. Yeah. He was a big Hilarious. dude, man. Yep. I remember when I was when I was coached by John was uh, when I was with Granite as well. And same Luke was as well. And I remember him on the on the banner when I worked the, oh, the cool. toronto and i yeah. yeah it was the first time i had ever seen luke i didn't know of luke before mm-hmm. um so yeah it's just like it's weird because it was yeah i don't even know how many years ago now that that happened this was in 2018 okay. so yeah just so much he, has changed he passed in 2020 he just posted a picture of 2018 at the indie pro with luke today he did sorry ian he posted a throwback oh, oh really yeah I gotta go look at that. That's cool. Yeah, I yeah. think um, I think Luke got third and Ian got fourth at that show. Okay. Indy. Indy. Because I know they did. Was oh, it yeah, Tampa right that they did that year too? Uh, twenty eighteen. I think it was actually. It might have been twenty nineteen that they had done it. Yeah. Uh, you mean Luke? Like Luke, Luke and Ian. Ian? Both did Tampa. Oh. Like Tampa that year was fucking. There was like thirty of them. Yeah. There's actually was. a really there's a really good video on on oh, uh, dude, YouTube just, of it. Any time I see a bodybuilder with a good set of triceps, I just self deprecate immediately. <laughs> dude, that's so man, crazy. Ian, Ian looks really good here too, man. Shit. This yeah. is, wait, this was 2018. Okay, yeah. 2018, yeah. Ian Ooh. 2019 Van Pro. I was there. Yeah. He, that was like my favorite look of his. Nice. You guys can pull it up on YouTube. It's great. Oh, Ian Charles looks good there too. What do you guys think of Kuklo right now? I don't think Kuklo is going to come back. Come back. I don't know. Yeah. How old is he? He's been <clears throat> he's been around for a while. What is his I... What is his plan? Is he uh trying to qualify next year or has he said I haven't heard anything of what he's trying to do. 
Okay. <clears throat> I just think that the reasons that he's not winning shows anymore are not reasons that he's, or they're not things that he's going to be able to really fix at this point in his career. Okay. Yeah. I believe that the reason he's getting passed isn't because he's bad. It's because a lot of these newer guys that are coming up just happen to be better and a place where yeah. Kuklo's career is more leveled off starting to go to like, I don't know, this isn't negative. I hope it doesn't sound negative. It's just, he's been, yeah, he's been around for a while. He's been taught. Yeah. I think he's got an eighth at the Olympia before. Like he's a really, really good bodybuilder. It's just, you can only be a really good bodybuilder for so long before age gets you. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. He's, gotta, he's past, he's past he's, his prime and everyone else is coming into their prime. Right. So it's just, yeah, because I think he's close to 40, if not 40. Yeah, see, yeah. yeah, that's that's part of what it is too, and I think that I a, think so. a lot of his thing is like, I mean, he's a bigger bigger guy structurally, but like he's still not mm. thick and filled out thick, and right. um, when right. you're that at that age and at that point in your career, it's like you're not gonna. You're not I gonna think it's ten pounds. It's really thick. genetic based as well, because yeah. like, I mean, the age obviously plays such a a big role, but um, because I'm just thinking like Dexter, right? Like Dexter's. He was phenomenal for his age. Even who else is older now? Uh, so there's Kamal. Kamal there's uh, I think Kareth yeah. is actually a little bit older as well. The guy is he really? Yeah. twelve. Yeah. I don't know. If I he's... really like him. He's. I really like him too. He's one of my favorite two twelve guys right now. Me too. Than... I'm a big fan of him. He's just Same. like peeled. Um, yeah. and then who else is there? Uh. Andrew Jack is Klahar. approaching 40. Andrew oh, yeah, Jack Klahar. is what, sorry? He's approaching 40. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yo, uh -huh. Andrew, about I'm it. Has a, such a fan. He just has a very young, uh, like, nice look. He, he has a very young competitive age, but his, because yes. he hasn't been around that long, but his, his actual biological age is up there, yeah. Yeah. yeah but I would yeah. honestly assume that, that um, Andrew has not really pushed the gear side of bodybuilding super hard the whole entire time he's done it because of how fresh he yeah. does look at that age. Oh, I would, for sure. I would believe it, yeah. Well, based on how he talks about his early days of just, like, kind of eating whatever and just training hard and how he looks just doing that, I, I would bet he hasn't done much, for sure. Yeah. yeah he doesn't look like he's – he. I mean, you can kind of tell with all these bodybuilders that really come into their own, they start to get extremely competitive when they're a lot older because of how yeah. – like, I mean – Kamal, he's been competitive for a lot of his career, but he's still very competitive now, and he's 50 or 51, however old he is. And then yeah. he, I know, like, everybody kind of knows he's talked about it. He doesn't push gear hard. And then yeah. Samson, who's been coming say, to Samson. his own. Samson I was going to bring him up. Yeah, like, like all these guys yeah. that are fresh. I wonder what Dexter – I wonder if well, Dexter – look at Keon, too, right? Like Keon's true. young, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, he's young. But still, same thing with the well, yeah, you're right. thing. Like in the way yeah. to where like he didn't push, like everybody kind of thought he was lying about being Maddie until like he started using gear, and it was pretty fucking mm. obvious that he wasn't using anything <laughs> before because you do mm. not grow like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the only reason why I haven't clicked off this screen yet is I want to point out Ben's comment. Uh, my ears I was Melissa. So, <laughs> my I literally, lo I saw it when Josh was talking, and I was like, okay, I was like trying not to laugh. Yeah, I, I just know. looked at it quickly. 
Yeah. For those on audio only, he comments, my ears are still ringing from Melissa Bumstead screaming behind me when you first walked out. <laughs> meaning, <Ian. laughs> She screams pretty loud. It's so funny. I, I believe I it. I fucking laugh every single time. my favorite, dude. It's awesome. Yeah. Dude. That's support right there. That is support. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was about to ask you guys something and I completely forgot what it was. Mm. Oh, whoops. Whoops. Whoopsie. Whoops. All right, guys. I'm going to go yeah. eat. Yeah, I'm, I'm hungry. Yeah, I got a client um, call in a minute. <laughs> I just Whoa, realized. Oh, snap. <laughs> All right, guys. Milan, thanks again for coming on. This was Thank dope. you for having me. It was fun. Yeah. It was very fun. Whenever you want. forever, honestly. Whenever yeah, you come back. Whenever you want to come back, you should. I would love to. I would love to. You guys film Mondays? Yeah. Mondays yeah, only? Yeah, or? yeah we, we, we try to do what we can right now. It's more based off of Tyler's schedule, I feel like. Um, trying to get everything worked out for him he has a job and he has his daughter and everything so yeah oh, okay, have okay. just been what works for us i yeah. i can go any day of the week if we ever needed to yeah me too like i just have to check my schedule for the most part but yeah yeah because i've never i'm not like ever a set schedule like i'm fuck every day is different for me so mm-hmm. yeah just let me know ahead of time and we'll we'll make it happen i'm cool. very Wait. down cool sounds good yeah well, let's do it all right friends all right yeah, talk guys. to you soon Talk soon. Have a good rest of your day, guys. Thank you, too. Bye. Bye.